This is the Collective Ambition Podcast. Does work feel like a grind to you? You find yourself stressed, sometimes anxious, and doubting whether you're doing enough, and you're having to push yourself to get everything done, and at the end of the day, you feel like you should have done more. And that is exactly how I felt almost every day in my first business, right until I met Lewis. And he's built a business, a successful e-commerce company at 18 years old, and is now selling his company just like I did. And we connected immediately because we had the same realization. Grinding, hustling, and forcing it is not the way to go. And in this episode, we talk about how Lewis went from stressed, overwhelmed, and unhappy to loving his life and work. Why knowing and understanding yourself was one of the most important things to make that shift. Why working harder is only possible when you take a step back and cultivate happiness first and the three little things that will help you go from grinding to developing an effortless drive that pulls you forward. This is a crucial topic if you're not just looking to create an incredibly successful business, but also wanna enjoy the entire process and live a life of joy and fulfillment. And arguably, it's a transition that is necessary in order to actually build that incredibly successful business in the first place. Now, Lewis is really something that, someone that has helped me massively with that. Um, he's a similar age as me now, um, and uh, yeah, he's doing really well for himself, and he had this big shift. I, I just remember talking to him for the first time, how he was able to relate so much to what I was saying. I was telling him about how I felt about work and what I was struggling with, and he was like, dude, I've been exactly where you are right now, and uh, I fixed it, and um, it was a bit of a process, um, but it I'm, I'm completely different now. I used to think exactly like you and the things that you say, even the way you say them, that is exactly what I used to say, what I used to believe. And um, we just clicked on such a deep level. And uh, ever since then, we've talked regularly and we're good friends now. And I'm really looking forward to visiting him in Cyprus, running our first retreat in Cyprus. And um, yeah, in this episode, that's what we're gonna talk about. We're talking about things like the importance of intuition, actually listening to your emotions because they're always telling you something and instead of just pushing through them and ignoring them, stuffing them down. But um, yeah, actually figuring out, okay, what do my emotions tell me? And also knowing yourself, what is it that you actually like doing? What gives you energy and optimizing around that? And uh, different topics such as comparison, a huge killer of fulfillment and happiness and how to actually switch that around with a simple mindset shift that will not drain you like comparisons usually do, but they will actually give you energy and give you even more of a drive. Uh, then things like self-criticism or actually cultivating self-love to create that winner's mindset where you just keep reinforcing what you're doing and you just go up and up and up and up and up and you get into that upward spiral. And then of course also self-trust, really trusting that in the end, you're gonna make it. It's gonna be incredible, you're gonna have an incredible life and everything will work out in the end, just like it always has, and having that deep trust and developing that so that you can actually put in more work. So this is not just a talk where we say, hey, here's how you can work less. No, 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 no. This is for the guys who are like, hey, I wanna actually work more, I wanna achieve more, I wanna do more, but somehow it just feels like such a grind, and at some point I just can't, I just burn out, I just can't focus anymore, I'm just dead. So, and, and, and you start actually resenting your business because of that. So. Before I keep talking about everything and summarizing the whole talk before you actually get into it, uh, I'll just let you hear it straight from me and Lewis when we record that interview. And uh, without further ado, enjoy. I remember you telling me how um, you even were thinking in terms of, I can only, how can I cut my sleep to six hours so I can work yeah. two more hours? And uh, that is obviously a big change to from where you are right now, where you're really chilled and you go with the flow. I would, that's how I would describe it. Or you, you really um, ask yourself, how does it feel? Is this the right thing? And also getting in touch with your intuition. So what really did change and how did that transformation happen over time? Maybe it wasn't a one-time thing. We had this big realization or it was a, it was a continuous process. How did that look? What did that look like? Okay. Um, so what, what you're talking, you, what you were talking about right now is totally true. I, I was looking how I can optimize my day and yeah, cut my sleep down to five or six hours. I've done that for some months, and um, I can say it is not just one thing that has to change, but a little. You have to you have to recognize a little, uh, a lot of little things that change in your life. It's not just one thing. So 
after three months of, of sleeping five of, or six hours a day, what was not enough for my body and it's not my type of personality that I can sleep yeah, just six hours a day for a longer period of time and still be productive and uh, clear in my mind. There was one night I, I slept like nine and a half hours and the next day I, I sat down and I've read the book for two hours straight. And after that, I recognized to myself, man, I, I haven't read a book for two hours straight since months because I wasn't able to focus two hours on one topic, on one book. I, I, I hadn't the uh, concentration. And this was the, the first little, uh, little learning that, that told me, hey, may, maybe these sleeping less isn't bring you where you want to go. It, it doesn't make you, makes you su successful. Even if everybody outside is it's telling you um, sleep less so you have more time to work and you can, ha you can hustle more. Um, this was the, the, the first little learning that, that helped me opening my mind to, to different mindsets of different people. Yeah, and um, then from the September, I had more and more contact to my, my two coaches uh, who helped me with that. And um, as well, they, they were just, or we were just changing little things step by step. This was, uh, um, most of the stuff was really mindset stuff. So straight beliefs I had about myself, about the world, of, about the business world and my personal life. And um, yeah, they, sometimes they confronted me with these beliefs really straight, straight to my face. Hey, um, I think, yeah, or, or try maybe this belief next time if you, if you have this approach. Um, on, on a situation maybe and most of these new thoughts from, from them one of them was for example it's, it's so simple and it's really simple um, there's a sentence here we say um, it's okay to be simple or it is okay that, it's, that it is simple so this was a total mindset shift for me because I was thinking it, the things have to be hard if things are not hard and you, you don't grind through these things and you are not um, you're, if, you're, if you're flowing through something and it's too easy, then it can't be good for your life. And for me, it, it wasn't uh, important if this was in business life, in my relationship life, things have to be hard to be okay and good. This was my mindset back then. And this was the biggest shift and I needed some time for, for yeah, shifting my mindset to, to really live this new mindset uh, in my everyday life. So um, the first thing, of course, was, was the business approach. Um, I, was, I was thinking about, so this is the first step, is really opening yourself to new opinions and new mindsets. Just opening yourself. This doesn't mean you have to, um, you have to, to take this thought one-on-one -on -one and put it in your mindset, in, into your worldview, and live on that. But this just means listen to other opinions especially if you if you feel that you are not in the flow and things are really 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 hard in your life and uh, it, yeah you're drained your, your energy is drained every day uh, maybe from work or stuff listen to other people's opinion and thoughts and then you can check them for yourself but your first step is really to be open-minded to new mindsets and new stuff and doesn't depend in which area of life to develop yourself to to improve yourself and your your life your life quality and yeah yeah i, I think this is so crucial because i remember how that um was one of the first things that you addressed uh for me because you know you also straight up in my face saying hey dude what you're saying there you need to check your language you need to check what belief is behind that and um i think that one of the key things that you told me was um or kind of like a concept that i already have learned before that I, that I relearned again through you, which, which was independent thinking and making up your own mind, especially nowadays, you know, as young guys, you have so many idols, so many people on Instagram and YouTube and success magazine and everything. They tell you, okay, in order to be successful, uh, it's all a grind. It has to be hard. Everything, you know, it's it, anything that's worthwhile is a lot of work and, and, uh, you have to want it more than anyone else and work 16 hour days. And then you take on these beliefs and, um, the thing is, it just wasn't working for me. Things were not working for me. Everything felt like a grind, and um, which would be fine if I would be making progress maybe, but I wasn't even making progress. It was actually hindering me. So that's really one of the key things that, that yeah, you told me. Like, okay, you actually, Leon, I give you permission. You're allowed to yeah. now uh, listen to yourself. 
and also look after yourself and allow yourself to do things that feel right for you. So that's a lot that you talked about, uh, about, you know, actually getting in touch with your emotions because they're there for a reason. What I would do is I would feel stressed and anxious and I would feel this, I don't know, whenever I went to work, I would feel this bit of nervousness and this bit of, okay, I got to get to work. I got, you know, hopefully today I'm going to get a lot of done, get a lot of things done. And um, I would just ignore that and push through until I just couldn't take it anymore. And then I would just burn and crash. Um, but you told me actually listen to these emotions, which was really powerful. And I remember um, actually sitting down that weekend and then literally just listening to my emotions and journaling, okay, what does this mean? What am, what am I feeling? Uh, why am I, am I feeling like this? What, what is this telling me? So, and I remember uh, that, I think it was on a Friday where I was in the shower and I was really excited about work and I was really surprised because I thought, okay, I can't remember when I've ever been feeling excited about actually getting to work as soon as possible. And I felt that then, and it, it was just incredible. So I would love to have you chat more about that, about actually getting in touch with your emotions and listening to yourself and thinking for yourself instead of just listening to what others are doing and comparing yourself. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think the topic of emotions and feelings and intuition, this is what I trained a lot um, over the last six months, let's say. Um, and it helped me so much to get known myself. So I, I know myself today better than I knew myself any time before. And this is because I, I focused on my emotions first time, first time in my whole life. I was really not focused on hey, how, I can, how, how can I grow my business? How can I um, grow my, my revenues and profits today? And the, the, the short-term thinking, but how can I improve myself and learn more about myself? Because one day um, I, I told myself, I, I don't like or I don't like a lot of things I'm doing every day for my business. I, I just don't like them. I feel bad. So... My, my coaches taught me a lot of times and it was not, not easy at the beginning because I was in my old mindset, in my, my old worldview. I was, let's say, um, li like a prisoner of my own system. I was, yeah, just in prison and it was hard to, to have a sight out how could it be outside of this worldview. And I was pulled back in my old self all the time, but you have to practice and do it again and again. And... Um, yeah, just recognize your, your emotions. This is the first step again. And you have to be aware of your emotions and your feelings um, if you want to, to get a message out of them. And for me, for me, in my mindset today, in my mind, every emotion has a message for me. And the special thing about that is every emotion has a positive message for me. No emotion in this world, I feel, is against me. And this is my, this is my I think the 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 uh, the fundament of of my belief today about the world is the world happens for me it's so many people said this before but i really think the world happens for me and especially not against me and it is not just happening it is happening for me every emotion every thought every belief system i have currently is here to tell me something and to grow so every emotion I notice, I am able to be aware of them and I am able to notice and maybe to write down. And this is a special thing. Most of the times you are not really able to correctly write down the emotion because it's a feeling inside yourself and words are not able to, to express these feelings. You have, to, you have to just know it for yourself. You have not to chat to anybody without, uh, um, about it. Just know it for yourself. And then you can ask yourself what this emotions wants to tell you. And if you have maybe the emotion of anxiety, uh, anxiety, sorry, <laughs> anxiety, and maybe stress in your everyday life, then first take this approach and say to yourself, this is a positive thing. Maybe it feels not good to me now, but it wants to tell me something. This emotion wants to tell me something. Maybe it wants to tell me that what I'm currently doing it's not the right thing for me. Or maybe it wants to tell me that what I'm current, uh, currently doing um, is, not, is not where I want to go long-term. Or just sit down for yourself, and this is the next, the next thing. Take the time. Take really time off from your, from your workday to take into this personal death 
depth um, development for your own for your own personal um, growth. And sit down and think about this. Journal about this. Journaling helped me so much. Um, yeah, getting a clearer picture of myself, of my emotions, what I feel. I was stressed all the time back then. I was stressed nearly every day. I had a lot of pressure, a lot, really a lot of pressure. I have to be faster. I have to be quicker and grow quicker. And yesterday I saw my numbers uh, from the growth of the last three years and I grew really quick and constantly. I was constantly growing, but nine months ago I, I told myself I'm not growing anymore, but I was growing. I don't, I don't knew my, I, I didn't knew, uh, know my numbers back then. And I have to grow quicker and faster. And I had a lot of, um, I was most of the time looking to, to um, my environment. What are other people doing? Um, and maybe they are faster. The, the, their businesses are growing faster than mine. And I had a lot of pressure because of that, that I have to work more, do more. Um, and it, most of the times it wasn't uh, about, about the results. It was just about feeling that I work, that I do something. And yeah, that I feel that, that I'm not lazy and that I really hustle for that. And these feelings of pressure, pressure and stress wanted to tell me something, something positive. And for me, the message was that I, yeah, I'm allowed to, to change something in this business lifestyle, that this was not the right business lifestyle maybe for me, or that I can, yeah, just evolve out of that now, that this stage is enough now and to evolve um, from this point to another lifestyle or another perspective um, of how sh you should approach your whole business because I was focused on working all day long so I, I told my, my, um, my employees they, they have to work more and work more and we had um, yeah, some other things in the, in the contract and I told them you have to work more and more and more and more and do more and we have to be faster and quicker and at the end, this, this mindset or, or my emotions or maybe that I don't listen to my emotions for years hurt my business, my personal life, but as well my business. And I didn't notice because I never listened to them. So I started listening to my emotions, um, especially in the moments where I really felt them deeply and the moments where I really felt stress or maybe um, I had a lot of anxiety because I, I just saw the numbers back then and it wasn't too good and I had anxiety that something could, ha could happen. In these moments, I really sat down, sat back um, and recognized these emotions and really felt it. How do they feel? And then we can ask the next questions. Where do they come from? What do they want to tell us? Yeah, it's so crucial because that helped me so much. Because uh, I was going through the exact same experience. And I can imagine that so many other people listening to this, uh, they're going through the same experience. They're young, driven dudes, just like us. And um, they want to grow as fast as possible. They want success. Um, and they want to grow their business even more. Uh, and they have their sights on something really big. And I remember one of the objections that I used to have before committing to, you know what, I'm going to make sure that I'm happy now uh, instead of chasing happiness and I'll be happy later. I always had this, um, this belief somewhere in the back of my mind that, or this, this fear that what if this ends up killing my drive where this whole feeling being happy now, listen to your emotions that will slow me down. That will kill my drive. I, I imagine that that's something that a lot of people have that are struggling with this, which is why they keep running the old pattern. Um, and yeah, just something that I would like to add to that is, um, for me, I realized this mindset is might've gotten me, might've made me driven in the beginning. It got me from A to B, but it did, it's not getting me from B to C. I want to go to C now. I'm at B now. I need to change the way I feel because I'm obviously, you know, not happy and I'm not as driven as I could be because I have these old patterns. And, um, yeah, that's when I decided to change. So what would you say to someone like that that has these belief systems? Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's not, well, it's typical that you think like this maybe because you're thinking I'm, I'm driven because I, I have this pressure and I have to stress and I have these big goals. I want to reach best and best case today. And um, at the end of the day, the, the better you know yourself, the better you align yourself to, to your feelings and um, yeah, adjust step by step, the more drive you will have at the end of the day because 
you will just get, let's say, happier and you will feel more fulfillment, more fulfillment, more love to yourself and to other people, more love to your business. And it's not, after the transformation, it is not like a fight anymore. Um, for me back then, it was like I fight with my business, but in the same time against my business because I, I really, actually, I didn't like it because I felt that I, 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 I didn't create did any value for, for people, maybe. I, I, um, I created stories for myself that, yeah, I create new products that are better than the competition on Amazon. I was selling on Amazon. And yeah, they are better than the competition, so I do something good for the world because I improve products. And this was just a story I made up. I, I, I never felt anything what was fulfilling when I, when I told myself the story. It was just empty. It was an empty story without, without any positive feelings for me. It was just um, a story I can tell other people if they are asking, what is your why? What, what are you creating with your business? So, and yeah, it, it it's, can be easy to get trapped by this idea of I can lose my, my drive if I really change this and I, if I'm, I have no anxiety that I could lose everything I have. Just you can you can do it right now you can sit down and just close your eyes and think about it really deeply and visualize how it would feel if you would have no anxiety and you would really do what you love you would do what you believe in and whatever this is if you if you believe everybody of us believes in in something and everybody i think every entrepreneur out there has a special positive drive and um How's it called? I think I think drive, positive drive could be could be the right word. And yeah, but it's chasing another drive because of, of this mindset. And again, this is all about open-mindedness. If you if you don't believe what I'm telling right now, just be just care about yourself enough to, to tell yourself, hey, I, let me try it for a week or two. Let me try, let me open up to new things. This is, this, everybody knows that if you do and think the same you, you're thinking today, your, your, your tomorrow will look exactly like today. Because if you do the same thing every day, nothing will change. So you have to open up. So how is it about opening up to maybe really different mindset like this and just try it out for yourself. Try it out to get more into flow. And I think there are two different um, states of flow. There's the flow because I, I have just my to-dos and I just do them and I'm really, let's say, focused and concentrated. And there's this flow like, this is the, the different stage of flow for me where I'm really, I, I feel fulfillment, I feel happy and I feel really light and like I'm flying and time is flying as well and Maybe I'm, I'm not really able to, to express this because, as I told, it's a feeling again. It's a feeling. I'm not really able to express this. But um, this is the, the state of flow you will get into if you shift um, your, your business lifestyle, your everyday business life, to, or you adjust um, your, your lifestyle um, after you listened to yourself. Yeah, I love that, uh, that concept around actually knowing yourself. I think it's super crucial uh, especially as soon as you hear about it, which is uh, figuring out, figure, figuring it out as soon as possible, uh, because then you can start optimizing around that. So, what do you actually like? What feels good to you? And and also, yeah, optimizing around your emotions. So that's something that I, that I've gotten more and more into now because I realized, hey, if something is a grind, if something is really uh, stressing me out, um, then yeah, it might be that okay, I need to get used to it, and then the fear goes away. But sometimes or oftentimes it's actually just that, hey, I don't like this activity. I shouldn't be doing this and I should optimize around actually loving my work because just like a workout as well, it's about sustainability. It's about realizing, hey, what's the best workout I can do? That's not the workout that is the hardest, but it's the one where that's one that's challenging, but it doesn't uh, injure you. So, you know, I had that experience of, of you know, working on my business, grinding, 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 pushing, pushing, pushing until I hated my business so much. I just wanted to sell it. So one of the biggest reasons why I sold my business was because I just hated it because yeah, it was just a grind. So, and now, um, when you actually start knowing yourself and you start realizing, okay, why am I doing these things? And then optimizing around the activities that you really like, um, you just become unstoppable because it just keeps feeding 
this emotional juice that is fueling you, that is driving you. And um, that is one of the most important things to optimize around. So if you, uh, you know, Steve Jobs, he also said how he, every day he asked himself, if today was the last day of my life, what am I doing what I'm doing right now? And if the answer was no, too many times in a row, he would change what he was doing or he would change his perspective or really think about where his life was going. Because the people that, that are really living a fulfilled life and also achieve really big success doing it, they, they just love what they do so much, which is what allows them to work so hard. It's not that they're just grinding and pushing. They've optimized their emotions and the activities so much that working is literally just easy. They wouldn't do, they, there's nothing they would rather do. So I love that, uh, that concept of knowing yourself and, and really doing a lot of self-inquiry to figure out, okay, who am I? What do I like? What are my natural tendencies? What feels good and what feels bad? And there's so many people that say, oh, feelings, you have to be rational. But even the biggest business leaders and the, the, the most influential leaders, politicians and historic leaders, they make the biggest decisions based on intuition, actually listening. Okay. My gut kind of tells me this. So that is, that is a super powerful concept. And, uh, you also talked about intuition a bit. Um, and uh, I remember you telling me how, yeah, it's a long, uh, well, it, it might take some time to actually get in touch with your intuition. So it's a bit of a tricky thing because sometimes you don't know, uh, what's your intuition and what's just, uh, an old belief pattern that that is causing this yeah yeah and uh, let me clear something out first of all from the from the other topic because i want to make really clear to everybody that to change these things doesn't mean that you are not allowed to to work long hours or to work much this is totally okay you can work how much you want and if you if you really align to your values and to your emotions and really know yourself and you adjusted these things we were talking about and then work 16 hours a day it is no work to you it is pure energy it is pure energy you are receiving from that and and this is the difference i i really like people who work much and really doing what they love and feeling great while they're doing that and feeling fulfilled and happiness straight from this activity I have a nice, I have a really simple, um, simple example for this. I play piano sometimes, or I played piano back then. And of course I had, I had my goal inside. I wanted to play this, this, um, this piece of music. I want to play this piece of music. So I had to train and do it and uh, practice and practice and practice again. But actually the, the practicing was the thing that, what fulfilled me, what gave me energy, the practicing and the playing and the, just playing and practicing. I, I've done it because I liked to play and to practice, not because I wanted to impress anybody. And this was the big difference from playing piano to doing my business. I, I had just inside my big goals and I, I didn't do what I did in business because I loved it, but because it was, let's say, a barrier I had to climb before. Yeah, this is the, the difference. So you can work a lot, but first of all, align yourself to this. And the next topic um, about the intuition, you have something to, to, to say? About? Yeah, just, just about that as well. Um, I believe in order to work these 16 hours, the only way to do it is to actually figure out what yeah. you actually enjoy and what energizes you and then optimizing around that. So uh, yeah, because back in that mindset uh, where I, that I was in back in the day and um, I, I remember feeling, okay, I don't want to, be happy now and like, you know, follow my intuition, all that stuff, because that's for people that don't work much. I want to figure out how to work more. And they, they, these people were telling me, okay, uh, how to achieve more while working less. And that, I wouldn't even check that out because I didn't want to work less. I wanted to work more, but I just couldn't because my emotions were, were, yeah, were just destroying me. They were literally destroying me. They were controlling me. They wouldn't, because I wasn't listening to them. They would get louder and louder. It's like, dude, Leon, we're feeling anxious here. Can you listen to us? And then I would ignore that, suppress that. It would get worse and worse. So yeah, in order to actually work more, uh, that is actually <laughs> the yeah. way to do it. Intuition, figuring yourself out, listening to your emotions and then optimizing around that, really knowing yourself. Yeah. Yeah, ni nice point. It's, it's totally correct, I think, because some people just stop working after eight hours before because they feel so bad. And there are people who are just grinding through these negative emotions. This is the real grind. And they work 16 hours and hate what they're doing. But 
this is not, you, you can't do this for, for, for many decades or for your lifetime. This is, this is the, let's say, this is the, the straight way to burnout. This is the, the, the easiest way to get through a burnout in, in, in less time. <laughs> to, to do this every day and grind through this. And yeah, grinding in German, if you, if you translate grinding to, uh, to German and tell somebody, hey, you are grinding in German, you, yourself, they, they're thinking, are you, are you stupid? You, you're destroying your, yourself physically. So physically in German. Yeah. Um, so even the word doesn't make sense to me from today's perspective. Yeah. 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 And um, what was I going to say? Um, yeah. The thing is back to that point, really to make, make it sustainable. Um, it's not just that you, you're going to burn out at some point and you're going to recover from the burnout. You can keep going again at a faster speed than everyone else. Cause you're just pushing through. No, actually I don't even think you can work 16 hours grinding because the people that I've talked to, I've talked to so many guys now about this specific topic where I asked them really honestly, how many hours do you actually work per day? And behind closed doors, they would actually tell me, well, actually just three to four hours that are really productive. The rest, I'm just trying to do something, but you know, it's, I'm not really productive. So I'm surfing the web. I'm trying to figure this thing out and I'm working on something that's not actually important. So first of all, like they, I don't even know anyone that works 16 hours that doesn't enjoy what they do. So the only way to work 16 hours is actually to really enjoy it. And um, also your creativity, the insights that you have and the problems you're able to solve, you can't solve these problems while you're feeling all this anxiety and your whole mind is occupied with all these emotions that are controlling you. So it only really comes from actually enjoying what you do and just, you know, you're happy where you are right now. So happiness is one of the biggest, I think one of the biggest drivers for success. So it's such, yeah. such a big advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. The, yeah. the next topic, you, you asked the question about the intuition, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So how, how do you, how can you really train in your everyday life to, to get connected to your intuition? Yeah. Yeah. What, what does the process look like? Cause for me, for example, when I started hearing about this topic of intuition, I was like, okay, how do I know what my intuition is? Is that the first answer that comes up in my mind? Is that a feeling? Yeah. Is that, uh, you know, what does it actually feel like? Cause it's so, it's something that I guess you need to develop over time uh, where you get a sense of, okay, this is just my emotions that are telling me that I go on a bit wild because of my mind, because of old belief patterns. And this is actually the intuition that is that coming from the deeper wisdom, wisdom that knows more than I do and tells me, hey, you need to do this. Yeah. Okay, let's have the picture of, of the intuition, intuition as a little voice that is telling you something again. So this little voice is always there every day and every moment. And you, you can't really train your intuition, but what you can do, you can, you can remove the layers that are over or overlaid over this, um, over this little voice of the intuition. So the intuition is always there, but in your, in your, usual daily life there are too many others other things and thoughts and voices and topics in your brain and your head that you you just don't notice the intuition and the intuition is always there but you just have to find a way to see it this is this is what you do and my way or what i trained to to get more aware so it's all about awareness um, to get more aware about my um, own beliefs what i was thinking in an exact moment. So maybe right now I'm aware and I'm thinking, what am I thinking right now? What is this thought right now I'm thinking? And this is, this is awareness. If you can really in this, let's say, important moments when you want to, to have a connection to your intuition, if, are you able to have a view on your thoughts in exactly this moment? And I trained it by a straight and easy, simple meditation. Um, it's, not, it's not a lot of work and for me, it's no work. It's, it's pure energy, pure getting energy into my body, into my mind, into my, um, yeah, however you want to call it, into me. It's just getting energy into me. And learning and practicing awareness. Getting down and calming these thoughts in my head. These thoughts, oh, what, do, what do I have to do later? What do I have to do tomorrow? What payments do I have to do? Uh, when is the next appointment and stuff? Calming these thoughts during meditation and at the beginning most of the people report me that it's not easy to them to um 
to yeah get less and less thoughts in their in their head and this is totally normal because this is this is how it was in your head for the last 20 30 40 years how should i change it from now to then uh, in, in, within a second so what you can do is really practice meditation 10 or 15 or 20 minutes a day there are multiple uh, a lot of um of guided meditations that are out there in youtube there are apps like uh, how is it called seven mind in germany um i don't know the name of the of the american app but seven mind in germany and um, just do a simple meditation a simple meditation and practice that and you will you will start feeling after maybe days or other people need some weeks but you will see a difference how you can have a look as a, uh, a separate inst uh, inst um, how is it called in english separate um, entity yeah a separate entity thank you a separate entity on yourself and your thoughts and the really really interesting thing about yourself is this is this thing that you will notice at any point hey this is interesting i am not my fault and my thoughts i am i am me this is not my thoughts there's i i am a, a different entity and my thoughts are a different entity and i can separate them from from each and i myself me with my entity can have a look on my thoughts and yeah like like viewing them on, uh, on on television or something and seeing my thoughts and sometimes me myself um i am laughing into myself about some thoughts i have in the, in the exact same moment and maybe it sounds a little strange right now but um this is mainly what what you do if you if you have have a voice uh, have a have an ear for your intuition in, in the in the usual day um because there are these little voices and yeah it's a feeling from your stomach maybe um that you should do this or you shouldn't uh, answer this question from from somebody or you you should do something else you should call this this person because you have this feeling from your stomach that this is the right thing to do now because you have you you are uh, looking for a solution or to fix a problem and this is the right thing and exactly these moments are the intuition and these moments are always there but they are overlaid by these thoughts and by by the by the let's say the stress and the, the pace of your everyday life and if you meditate you you learn to to see thoughts and feel these feelings in the moment you're feeling them and don't just overlook them this is this is how you can get closer and closer to the voice of your intuition to yeah feel in these moments and another thing is to to um to track for yourself when are the moments when i'm usually dropping down when is my energy dropping maybe it's around 3 p.m i've done i've usually done two calls and my my um my daily business routine and whatever and usually around 3 p.m my energy is really dropping these are the moments you you need to track when are things currently happy, happening and maybe they, they they just repeat every day these are real clear, clear signs for you where you can have a special look on and tell yourself hey it's 3 p.m maybe i feel to myself right now what's happening what is happening in my body what is happening in my mind because usually i'm dropping my energy now what exactly is happening what are the steps that i'm dropping my energy or my motivation or my focus what are these yeah these um maybe these tasks or these people that are coming in that are drowning my energy or my focus or my motivation now or just these feelings that are coming up. yeah i remember that happening uh to me and it still happens uh some sometimes where yeah i after a certain time uh i've done my most important tasks and then i want to do more and then uh these thoughts come up of oh, i should be doing more but i'm feeling a bit tired i shouldn't be feeling like this and then really noticing the feelings that come up and uh, the beliefs that are behind that that are causing you to not just uh, feel tired, but also to actually get into a bad state where you just, you just feel bad and you, you have these emotions run through your body of anxiety and stress and, and not enough. And I remember, I think it was one of the first chats that we had about uh, my situation back then. Um, you said there's three things, three main things that, uh, if I change them, it'll change everything for me. And um, I think this is not just for me, but for 
a lot of people listening, which is first of all, uh, comparison. So comparing yourself, that is huge nowadays, I believe. And I know if I start comparing myself, I will feel bad. It's a, it's a, it's a sure way for me to get into a bad state where I compare myself. Oh, look at what this guy has achieved at such a young age. This and that. Look at this Lewis guy. He's so handsome. (laughs) And uh, the second thing, um, next to comparison would be self-love or not a lack of self-love, uh, being too critical, self-criticism. So that would be, I should be doing more. I should have been doing this and, and not actually patting myself on the back and, and being easy on myself. And then the third thing was trust. So trust and faith in the future. So really knowing it'll all be fine. It'll all be fine. And uh, yeah, I've noticed similar patterns with uh, people that also run, uh, have the same symptoms that I used to have of I'm not doing enough, I'm stressed, I'm anxious. So uh, yeah, I don't know if you have anything to add to that, to these three things. Yeah, let's, let's start with comparison. Um, I think today it's, it's just normal to compare to, to each other. It was normal at, at, since human existence uh, started. I think people always compared themselves to other people. But back then when we didn't have uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube and stuff, all these social networks where we can see these people at any time, every day, again and again and again and comparing ourselves to them. Um, back then these people didn't have something like this. They maybe compared to somebody else. They uh, went to the city center and saw other people in the, in the pretty nice car that they wanted and they compared their, themselves to them and yeah, maybe they, they told themselves, man, I, I'm not able to get this car. I'm not able to earn enough money and stuff. But then they came back home and after some days they forgot about it. You know what I mean? After some days, the story was ended and they can live on again. Today it's different because we have Instagram stories and stuff and most of the people are watching it day in, day on. And if we compare ourselves to somebody else, we will compare ourselves to him in an hour again and in bed in this evening again and tomorrow morning again and again and we don't get out of this habit um, of comparing ourselves to somebody else maybe to to some special people we see on the internet and this is how or why it is so hard for us to to get out of this habit of comparison and the there are two different th- states again of or, or stages of comparison the one is really unaware if you if you compare yourself to somebody else unaware so you don't know what's actually going on in your head you're not looking to your thoughts oh do i feel good do i feel bad now and what happens with me now because i'm seeing this person in this nice car and if you are aware then again you are able to to get something out for yourself to have a message that is positive for yourself because maybe there's the message for you out of this comparison that is telling you, hey, um, I, lo- I love my life, and this is the next topic, self-love and love itself. Um, my life is, is already good, but there is potential. So if you use comparison as, um, let's say, let's, as a voice that is telling you that there, there, there is potential for you, for you and you, you can reach maybe more and you can grow more, and... Get, in, get inspired, this is the word. You, if you get inspired by comparison and um, yeah, in the positive state, then you can use it. But most of the time people don't use it that way. They just compare themselves unaware to other people and then they get, uh, yeah, then they get dragged down by, by this neg- negative energy because um, unconscious, these people are telling themselves, oh, I'm not as good as this, as this person and I watched them three months ago and now he, he grow exponentially his business or whatever or he's now driving this car or he has this beautiful girlfriend or whatever and I'm still sitting here and I'm, yeah, maybe I, I didn't evolve, um, I didn't grow um, or yeah, just, you just see the difference between his life and your life. And as well, you can use it if you are aware of your thoughts and... Um, if you are aware of the situation or it could really um, suck you out of all of your energy you have uh, and your motivation. And in, in some cases, it gets you into depression because um, just of comparison to other, to other people's lives. And this is how you could use the situation. So as well, in this topic, comparison, you could use it for your benefit, but it could, yeah, just fight you and um, 
yeah, you, it could drain you out of energy and motivation and fulfillment and happiness in your life because there is always something you could be happy in your life about. Always. There is always happiness in your life again. But you have to be aware of it again. And if you compare yourself to others, you most of the time focus on them and not on your life. This is the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Like comparison is definitely the killer of happiness, fulfillment, and also your drive. Uh, if you see it as a comparison and that's one of the biggest realizations that I've had, uh, which is, yeah, comparisons versus inspirations. So when I look at someone and they're doing really well, I reframe it in a way where as soon as I notice, okay, I'm feeling bad because this guy has this success and I, I don't. Uh, the reason why I feel bad is only if I feel like this is not me, this can't be me, this is not available to me, but it's available to him. But reframing it in a way where because this guy has achieved this, it means that I can achieve it as well. And then you believe that it is available to you. That's when it actually gives you energy. You get excited. And that's also, again, around optimizing your emotions and, and creating that emotional juice that will allow you to, to work these long hours and, and, and really enjoy what you do while working. Um, yeah, which is looking at people and then, and then saying, I'm so happy for that guy. And I wanted to be more successful and reframing it that way because it means that I can do it too. It's available to me as well. And I just remember how yeah. much energy that gave me. And I was like, wow, like now actually comparing myself can be like going to a buffet and picking something that I want to put on my plate. Cause I see that guy, what is he, he up to? Oh, he's even more success. That means I can do that as well. And just think about how that affects your mindset, your creativity, your drive, how much better you're able to work. Like it's, it's just an upward, upward spiral from there. Yeah. yeah. So, so the, the second exactly. thing was um, self-criticism. Yeah. And this kind of attaches right to the topic of con uh, comparison. So most of the time people start comparing themselves and then there is this like inner voice um, that is telling them, man, you are not good enough. Maybe you are just too stupid. Maybe you are not smart enough. You, you don't have the resources to do it. Or whatever and most of the times if you have an own business and you know this voice this is telling you man i should work more other people work more i don't do it so i am worse than they are they are and i i cannot maybe i'm i'm not allowed to reach what they reach because i i don't work enough and this inner voice for what is telling you all the time you're not good maybe you don't deserve some 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 things out there um can be really dangerous to to your happiness and fulfillment and your 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 let's say your your plain success succeeding in life in whatever area you, you want because i think to yeah love yourself and if if the word love doesn't fits your your wording find something else you can use words as i told you they it, it is not easy to to describe feelings by words so find something pick a word that you like that that feels good for you but I, I, lose, uh, I, I take um, self-love right now. So if you, if you start loving yourself, if you start um, seeing the positive things about your life, but as well the positive things about yourself, then you, you get another, let's say, level, level of trust. And this is the next topic. You get another level of trust. And if we're talking about um, that you have to deserve something for yourself. So the, the whole concept of deserving is is in concert it's not it's not a close cycle why because to deserve something or don't deserve something it's subjective so it's not objective so nobody can say you deserve it or you don't because if you deserve something or not it's just creating your own mind if you tell yourself the story that you have to work 16 hours a day on something you hate doing and yeah building a big business you're honestly hating um, but if you if you're telling yourself you have to do it to des to deserve the nice car the nice life the freedom um, then you will have to deserve it for yourself because you created the story in your mind but there's no no entity there's there's no law or government that is telling you you just deserve if you do this there's there's no instant uh, uh, no entity that that tells you what deserving means and doesn't mean so 
some people will, will, will tell you, hey, you have, to two, uh, you have to work two hours a week to, to deserve to earn 10,000 euros a month, for example. Other people, for example, um, when I talk to my parents and uh, I would ask them, hey, how much would, would I need to, to work to deserve 10,000 euros of net salary every month? Maybe they would tell me, let's say 80 or 90 or 100 hours a week. So it is just created by people's mindsets. And at the end, you are again, if you are aware of this, you are again able to, yeah, just write your own story, write your own deserving and not deserving. If you think about it, you don't have to deserve in any way because you are here, you are a body and a mind on this planet. You are a human being and you are alive. I, I don't care if you are a human being. For me, if you are alive, you deserve any good thing in this world. And this world is created for, for you and not against you. It's created that you, um, that you experience the, the, the best possible way, you, that you experience every aspect of your life in the best possible way um, that, that it fits you. You know what I mean? And um, this is why we are here, to, to learn, to grow, to collect experiences in the best possible, possible way uh, we can and we are able to. So don't limit yourself by telling yourself you have to earn something and yeah, criticize yourself because maybe you don't do what you needed to do in your own story to earn this thing or this lifestyle or these relationships, but write a new story and tell yourself you, you, you can't even earn anything because nobody's telling what earning means or not. So just erase it from your mindset. You don't need to, to earn something because you're alive. You are here to get everything, the best of everything for free. You don't have to do for it, something for it. The life is here for you to give it to you, not other way around. It is here for you to give you the best possible life. Yeah, just having that this, relationship with life and you could call it the universe, whatever you want to call it, just puts things in such a better perspective where everything just becomes so much lighter. Like, you know, in the end, you really make your own rules. Like you said, you make your own rules. What does deserving mean? Uh, what, what needs to happen for me to feel like I'm making progress or I feel like I'm, I'm good the way I am and really setting that bar low so that you will feel these emotions. That's something that, uh, Tony Robbins talks about at David destiny is okay. What are the, 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 yeah, the most important emotions to you that you want to feel on a continuous basis or values, he calls them. So if you want yeah. to feel, uh, like you're growing, you want to feel growth then setting that bar really low. And the reason why you want to do that is because it reinforces what you want to do. Because if you're constantly criticizing yourself, you're really just making things harder and harder for yourself. Like there's also a really book, a really good book that you can look up, which is called the winner's effect or the winner effect, which is, which talks about exactly that topic, which is why the rich get richer and the poor get poorer and the successful people get more successful is because they have that momentum. They've built that momentum of I've achieved something before. I'm awesome. I can achieve something bigger Then I achieve that thing. They're like, I'm amazing. Like in that book, they talk about two rats that they put into a cage. One is this small little weak rat. And one is this really big fat rat and they drug the big fat rat and they let them fight against each other. And the, the big rat is, is drugged. So the, the, the small rat just demolishes that big rat. And, um, they put that rat into another fight, the small rat with another big rat and drug it in and do it again, again and again. And then uh, it just keeps defeating the big rats that are drugged. And then later on, they actually put it into a, uh, a cage fight, another rat cage fight with a rat that is not drugged, that is completely fine. And that, drug, that, that rat should totally demolish the small rat this time because it doesn't have any drugs in its system but the small rat just demolishes and absolutely destroys the big rat as well because it has that winner's effect where as soon as you feel like you're winning, your testosterone rises immediately and winning becomes just so much more possible. So really loving yourself and feeling like you deserve all these things and they're coming to you and you're making progress and, and uh, yeah, caring for yourself and, and um, patting yourself on the back like that goes a long way because it builds momentum. Then things just become easier and easier and you feel better and then they become easier and it's just an upward spiral from there. And um, yeah, the third thing that you also told me was the trust or the faith in the future that things will be fine. 
So, because as long as you have trust and faith in the future and you know, Hey, in the end, it's all going to be fine. Um, life gets so much easier. So talk about that. Yeah. Um, I think the, the, the point of the momentum you're building up as long as things are really working out for you as you hope, as you planned, I think most of the time it's not too hard to get into this momentum, but maybe you can do it aware again and not unaware. So next time you're getting this momentum, take it aware and do it aware and think about it. Oh, I'm in this momentum. I can, I can now actively accelerate this thing. And I think the, the topic of trust is really relevant when you get out of this momentum, when things don't work out as you planned, when you're, yeah, your, your expectations about something just don't get met. Um, And in this moments, this is, this is the moments where you get really cl clear about, do I have trust, trust or not? And you can feel it. If you don't have trust, there's stress, there's anxiety. Maybe you, you're not able to, um, to pay your bills or whatever. Is there still this trust that the things will work out at the end in any way? And you don't need to know in this moment, you don't need to know in which way exactly, but is there this trust that the things will work out or not? And if not, then this, these feelings of stress, anxiety and stuff or as well are there to tell you something, to, as a mes message which, which tells you, hey, here's potential to grow because um, you, you can trust, you can have to trust, but right now you don't have it. And if you are able to admit this again, that you don't have to trust, then you can change it. And why is trust so important for you? exactly in this moment to stay positive, to have a positive energy. Because if you get, yeah, if you get um, totally into, into stress and anxiety, for example, then your mind will like spin around. You are not able to, to think clearly. It's like fight and flight, um, the, the, the state of your, of your body. Yeah. And the, the, let's say the, the, the areas of your brain, which are, um, which um, task it is to, to find solutions, to create solutions and don't focus on the problem, but on how to find solution is turned off if you are in this fight and flight state all the time, if you don't have to trust that the things will work out. So if you have to trust in your life that first of all, the world is happening for you. Whatever happens, happens for you. If you have this deep trust and for me, it's in my morning routine every day. I sit down, I have my values, I have things like trust, Uh, deep trust in the world and whatever happens I sit down I close my eyes I read this just deep trust I close my eyes and I feel the trust I really feel it I close my eyes I listen to a song that really brings me into the state and I feel the trust I feel how it is growing in my body and it's it's it is awakening again and you can do the same because the trust is there especially in the moments where everything is working out do it anyways in the moments where you are totally in momentum and flow and Business is crushing, totally crushing. Sit down and feel the trust. Feel the trust in yourself because if you train this in this moment, you can get these emotions up as well in the moments where, um, yeah, things don't work out as planned and maybe um, business is not, you're not crushing in business or relationship or friendships or whatever, whatever area of life. So if you train it in the good moments, you, you have these resources uh, whenever you want in the, in the, in the good moments, uh, in, the, in the bad moments. Of your, of your life. And yeah, if you, if you have the trust, then you are able to find solutions and not just see problems. Because this is the next thing. If you, are you able to focus on finding a solution in moments where um, you, are, you are really stressed because you are not able to pay your bills or whatever? Um, are you losing sight of, of, of a way to find a solution? Or is your focus on, um, in, on, the, on the problem itself? Because if you, if you focus on the problem itself, we just see the problem and we see there's a problem and we see it again. And then we think, oh, maybe this problem could, um, could, um, could make another problem ha happen right now. And then the next problem. And if this, this happens, oh, maybe I could be bankrupt tomorrow. So it's like, a, it's like a negative spiral that happens if we have not this trust and if we are unaware in these moments, sit down, sit back in moments where you, you feel, hey, I, I'm getting into this negative spiral right, of thinking right now and feel the trust again. Because if you really feel it, you will get, or will, you will find a lot of moments in your life where you think, oh, I had to trust before and it was right. 
nothing happened. Nothing bad happened. I, I got out of that. I, I actually don't really know how, but I got out of it. It, it really reminds me of the, the quote, um, the quality of your life is in direct proportion to the amount of uncertainty you can comfortably live with. And uh, that makes so much sense because if you have, if you, have, if you develop that self-trust, you know, in the end, it's all going to be fine. In the end, everything that I hope will happen will happen because the universe is guiding me or my subconscious mind or God or whatever you believe. Um, it just makes life already enjoyable now because if you really have that belief, that 100% belief that every, every goal that I have will become true, I don't even have to worry about it. Instead of being anxious or stressed, whether you're going to, you're doing enough or whether you're going to reach it or not, uh, is the same, is the same emotion as if, uh, or the same chemicals as if you're excited about the goal, which is what happens when you believe, okay, it will happen. You would actually be excited. You'd be like, I can't wait until this happens. And then, you know, I think it's actually uh, stress and excitement or, or is it, um, anxiety and excitement or one of these two opposite emotions, they actually have the same chemical uh, structure to it. They're actually the same chemical, but how you interpret them, that is how it will affect your body and your mind. So as soon as you think something is stressful or something is a problem, then it will become a problem. It's, it's just like you say, when you, when, you set these, when you set these expectations and have these beliefs, that's what's going to happen. When you believe something's going to take a long time, it's a big problem, it's, it'll take you years to fix then that's how long it's going to take. Um, but if you see a problem as like, wow, that's awesome. I have an opportunity to grow here and this is here for me so I can step into a higher level um, so I can achieve even more, like that gets you excited. And then instead of being drained, you actually can't wait to get to it and you're looking forward to it and you're thanking it and just life is so much better. Not just that, you're not just happy, but you actually achieve way more. So I, yeah. I love this topic. I love this topic. Exactly, exactly like this. And I think it's really, a really wide topic and you can uh, talk and think about it a lot, but, or we can talk and think about it a lot, but for, for any listener out there, practice it for yourself and start getting into it. Take this 10 or 15 minutes to, take, to, to sit down with a journal, or to sit down for a meditation, to sit down and just close your eyes, feel what you're feeling right now um, and go deeper. This is, this is what I want. I want to bring in this, in this let's say, um, entrepreneur business world, go deeper. Go deeper than, than just your business. Go deeper than in your business, just maybe just revenue and profits and money and materialism. Uh, go deeper into yourself. Find these connections and find it for yourself. You don't have to tell anybody. If you want to, in moments where, where you need help, Talk to other people. If it helps you, talk to other people. Most of the people around you, anybody is really open to talk to you about these topics. If you need help to, to stay into a state, if you need help to stay into the, into the state of trust, to keep the trust in moments where it is really bad, connect to other people or take your, take your, take your, your, your notebook and just write it down. This is a, another thing you, you could do. But take time off from your usual life and get out of that, get time for connecting to yourself, get time for journaling about yourself, get known to yourself and yeah, go deep, dive deep. Louis, you, you've helped me so much with this already. I've told quite a few friends about it and um, you know, I want to do it here as well. Like chatting to you on a weekly basis and then actually working on these things and having you as someone that has walked the path and then, uh, following that, like it has changed so much for me. So I just want to thank you right here, right now uh, for that. And yeah, ask you, where can people find out more about you if uh, they can relate to these problems and they want to, they want to get to the next level and, and transform that area of their life as well? Yeah. First of all, thank you very much for your feedback. And um, yeah, I, I like, I just love helping people in, in this area because it changed my life. It really changed my life. I'm so thankful to my own uh, mentors and coaches and people around me who helped me with this topic. I'm so deeply thankful and feel so much um, yeah, gratefulness just for this. So this is what I, like, I just love to do. So I'm really happy to see 
you're improving as well. So, um, how can you reach out to me? Just easy about uh, or via Facebook, um, Luis Cante, uh, L O U I S K A N T E H. This is my name. Just uh, hit me a message whenever you want. Um, I'm I really um, open to answer your your answer your your questions if you have any. And um, yeah, I will start a podcast as well uh, really soon. I think I will I will call it uh, the Unchained Podcast because I want to unchain people. I want to um, yeah unchain the potential in you and uh, the potential for happiness and stuff. So maybe it will uh, be this name. Otherwise, I think uh, you will find a link or something maybe with this episode. Yeah, perfect. I'll link it as well. And um, yeah, thanks for listening. I hope you got something out of it. If you can, if you want, if you believe uh, you got something valuable out of this, then it would be great if you could leave a review. And uh, yeah, reach out to Lewis. Uh, he's an amazing guy. So thank you for being on here. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed it, then please subscribe to this podcast right now and leave a review on iTunes, which would help us massively. And if you consider yourself a high performer and you're already running a successful business and you're passionate about holistic growth in every area of life, then you can apply to join our carefully curated group on Facebook for guys like you and me. And when I say carefully curated, I actually mean it because I screen everybody personally and jump on a call with them to see if they're the right fit. And in these calls, I ask myself questions like, first of all, do they know what they talk about? And do they have a level of success that proves it? For example, they're running a successful business or they have some other sort of success that proves, okay, these are interesting guys. They have some value to share. Secondly, are they passionate about growing in every area of their life? That means health and fitness, relationships, relationships with women, finances, spirituality, all that cool stuff. And thirdly, are they self-aware and generally cool guys we'd want to hang out with uh, that also share similar values. And uh, basically what we do is we facilitate mastermind calls where we chat every week or bi-weekly to talk about challenges, help each other out and lift each other up, which is also all 100% free. And uh, yeah, it's just uh, a group where you get access to a peer group that will lift you up and make it easy and fun to constantly level up because ultimately you are who you surround yourself with. And uh, as you know as well, it's lonely as you're moving up, but here you're around people who are on the same path, they're also crazy ambitious, and they understand the specific challenges that you go through. So it's also a safe space where you can talk about anything here. And uh, you ask yourself, okay, what's the catch? Because you can't jump on a call with everyone, uh, it's not scalable, but yeah, I know, it is not meant to be scaled, it's a highly curated group, and again, we actually mean that, because. Ultimately, it's my selfish desire to surround myself with like-minded winners. And uh, the way it works is, so far, you've only gotten in through referrals, through current members. If someone referred you, then you can get in. But uh, now you can actually apply. So you can send us an application. And uh, as I said, it's 100% free for now. And uh, yeah, we just want to get some great guys together. So our current members are six to seven figure business owners. They are currently exiting their business. They're just running their business. We want to grow it. Or we even have some guys who are interested in buying businesses now. So uh, yeah, it's just a bunch of interesting dudes all have different strengths and help each other out in the areas that they're lacking in. And uh, we have a ton of fun on these weekly calls. And I always leave inspired and thinking bigger, just like everyone else in the group. And uh, yeah, I'm just super pumped for it. I always love these calls. So if you think you're one of us, then please head over to www.wearecollectiveambition.com slash apply. So that's www.wearecollectiveambition. That's just one word, dot com slash apply. And I'll see you on there.